Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. The Electoral Boundary Commission, Alan, has been charged with uh, going right across the, count, uh, the country uh, to, to look and investigate and uh, check out, if you like, the numbers in terms of population and the political representation uh, that is there under the Constitution. Uh, the Constitution states that. Uh, there should be one TD up to a maximum of 30,000 people. Yeah. So currently here in Wexford, we have five TDs and the population is 164,000. So we're 14,000 above what the recommended constitutional piece is, yeah. or not so much recommended as written in stone in the constitution. Uh, so the Electoral Commission, uh, which will report by the end of August, they're charged with reporting by the end of August, uh, will investigate every constituent across the country. And there is a l- possibility maybe a likelihood that Wexford County could in fact be split into two constituencies. Uh, Wexford North a three-seater and Wexford South a three-seater. And the reason for that is because as a county we are 14,000 above uh, what is required for a five-seat five-seat constituency. So the consensus the I suppose uninformed consensus is that uh, it could well be two three-seats. There are it may not be that. Something has to happen in Wexford because of the numbers. We could see a piece, a chunk taken off to bring us down to 150,000. Uh, or we could see a piece added to a three-seater, maybe in North Wexford, if it becomes two, two three-seaters. What would that be? Like somewhere like Carnew or somewhere? Some, somewhere, you know, north of Gorey perhaps could be brought in. Somewhere up by Banclody, uh, some piece of Carlow could be brought in. Or, if they wanted to future-proof it a little bit, they would just turn Wexford into two three-seat constituencies, Wexford North and Wexford South. And what would the split be then? What it would, would be? You know, I mean, essentially no one fully knows, but it, it could be... Enniscorthy and Gorey uh, towns uh, in in North Wexford constituency and Wexford and Euros in in the South Wexford constituency, mm-hmm. both two three seaters. It's it's speculation at the minute, but it's it's strong speculation. And the numeric evidence is there following the census, uh, uh, the twenty twenty two census, which indicates that Wexford is fourteen thousand above what it should be, right. uh, and that is that is where the talk of the increase in the number of TDs uh, across the country um, to bring it uh, within the scope of, of you know under thirty thousand people. And is there any idea or any speculation when this decision will this decision be made? In this decision, this recommendation will be issued. They're charged with issuing it before. Before the end of August, right. so in, in in less than a month, we should know exactly where we lie politically for the next next general election. If this affects the general election, the local electoral boundaries will not be touched by this uh, report. However, the the, gen- the the constituencies for the general election certainly will be, and the recommendation will, in all likelihood, be accepted by the government. And I know Councillor Willie Kavanagh has been quite strong on the fact that where he is in Oilgate is in the Gorey district, which is many people would agree with him and think that is crazy. That's a ludicrous situation where Oilgate uh, is in the Gorey Kilmuckridge uh, local electoral area. Mm. It's ludicrous. I, I was at the opening of a, of a playground. Uh, with Willie uh, there uh, some weeks back and uh, the chairman uh, was from Cranford uh, mm. a wonderful councillor an excellent councillor Donald Kenny uh, and Donald had to travel from Cranford as chairman or Cahirlock of the Gorkle Muckridge electoral area to open a playground uh, which is closer to Wexford town uh, than, than than any part of his. And who makes these decisions? That was made by the Boundary Commission but it was suggested that at the time that there was some sort of 
political influence used to try uh, and make the uh, gory Kilmuckridge area more influ- influential in terms of councillors. But, you know, Willie would have to travel through Enniscorthy to get to, uh, to, to his uh, meetings uh, in Gorey. Yeah. So he'd have to travel through the Enniscorthy district to get through the meetings in, in, in Gorey. Uh, Willie's doing a tremendous job in, okay. in, in that area and, 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 and is serving the people of his local area hugely well. He's a very practical and honourable councillor. And, uh, uh, but I think, uh, you know, he would be... Right. Enniscort, the Enniscorthy area would be more benefited by, by, by yeah. Willie's presence. Elsewhere, three other issues to talk to you. One is the hospital, mm-hmm. the, the return of the A and E. Yeah, um, and of course the call for the ninety-six bed unit. The ninety-six bed unit is that it's wonderful to see the return of the A and E, and I congratulate all the management and staff, mm. and all the construction workers and all the tradesmen involved in getting this uh, this A and E back back open. Um, I, uh, I I I'd like to thank obviously the firemen who and, and wish them well and I fully support Where their. Where do you actions. stand on that issue? Absolutely, one hundred percent behind them. The notion that we paid twelve thousand euro for a retained firefighter uh, is not only an insult to their uh, commitment and bravery, but it also makes it next to impossible to r- recruit people going forward into that service. Uh, and until we have uh, a major crisis in Wexford, I don't think it's going to be re- really really tackled uh, by central government. But it needs urgent and immediate action because it is is so serious in, in, with regards to the hospital wonderful to see the A&E uh, and, and the hospital back open again my own daughter uh, returns to Exford Hospital next Friday night having spent uh, the 150 odd days in, in, in Waterford uh, as a nurse uh, so she, she'll be delighted to get back uh, back on st- home stomping ground in Wexford General uh, the population of Wexford Allen has increased uh, since 2006 by 32,000 people that's 32,000 people who require services in our hospital who require services in all our care facilities so you can imagine the urgent need for the 96 bed unit on the grounds of Wexford Hospital as promised why does everything take so long this was promised many many years ago the MRI was promised many many years ago it's time for action since 2006 if you think about it the population of Wexford Town and District mm. this county has increased by. Right, okay. Uh, uh, just, we're not too far away from where the proposed site for the uh, third level. Uh, this is another issue. Your colleague Brendan Howland said it's the one thing that is driving him Doolally at the moment. And uh, I'm sure he's still been driven Doolally by the slowness. Yeah, I was lucky enough in my tenure as Cahir Look that we uh, secured the CPO of the land some 50 acres uh, in, in a few hundred yards away from us and then we also secured another 55 acres 55 acres in a uh, purchase from a receiver of land for another couple of schools and housing the third level uh, campus uh, the university campus uh, to give Wexford town a university facility is so urgent we have seen right across the country where uh, the towns that have universities have benefited greatly not just in terms of yeah. obviously access to the kids for the kids uh, to their facilities but also access uh, to high-end students yeah. that can be afforded positions in the companies that follow so the businesses follow the students and the highly highly skilled and qualified students uh, because they're the ones they want to work in their businesses so important to keep us updated isn't it because as the council is in recess at the moment people want to know what's happening so uh, when it comes to footpaths 
there's major development in, this is in the Wexford Town District is there? Wexford Town Castlebridge Barntown area or Glynn area um, yeah we're spending over the next six to eight months we're going to spend about 550,000 euro on repairing parts of footpaths that have broken up not all footpaths will be replaced but if there's a, a bad piece that is in bad need of repair yeah. uh, and is a risk to public health or a risk a trip hazard uh, we'll spend about 550,000 euro repairing those uh, believe it or not we since 2018 have repaired 2.8 kilometres of footpath in the Wexford area uh, it's a huge volume of work but it's also a huge amount of money but uh, it's it's it, it. we get a payback in terms of the safety of our citizens as they they stroll around on their daily business and uh, we certainly look forward to improved surfaces around Wexford in the, in the coming months Southeast Radio's Morning Mix Chat, news and your views Alan Corcoran